0: blind love radio i'm your host anna rosen enjoy these heartfelt conversations having to do with creativity transformation and the divine hello hello my little witches happy halloweeny i'm so excited for today I am so excited to release this episode with the mother of all witches, Angela Mary Magic. I was so excited when she agreed to be on Blind Love Radio, and I know you guys are going to love this episode. We talk all things magical. We talk spells. We talk about, um, gets a little dark we talk about death and people who have passed and how we feel like we can stay connected to them and how we can honor them and how we can cultivate magic within ourselves after trauma and um how the magic is still there even when you may think that it was gone but really sometimes it just like sparks it in you so we do start to talk about trauma and a little bit of sexual assault. So if that's too much for you right now, just want to give you a little warning, maybe turn this off, listen to it at a different time when you're up for it, or just skip it all together. No worries at all. But I found this episode to be incredibly healing for just understanding and finding my own personal power and just being more confident in even calling myself a witch which just feels really good um so I think I'm just so excited I'm not gonna like chat anymore so happy Halloween and I hope that it's a super magical time I mean what better day than to run around dressed up as your alter ego and get candy or give out candy. I love seeing like the cute little kids all dressed up. Last year my favorite costume from a trick-or-treater was Carl and he said it just like that I was like who are you and he was like Carl you know in that like walking dead tone. I don't know it was just so perfect he had the eye patch and it was just so creative like my little creative heart was like bursting so we're gonna scare the shit out of some kids tonight as long as the weather permits apparently there's a tornado warning (laughs) but what are you gonna do so if any kids like brave our house because we put up like a ton of spooky decorations we even made this like entrance way thing and we put up the saying that's in the um in the movie as above so below where they have to the entrance of the catacombs in Paris like it says it translates to stop you are now entering the empire of the dead and it's so spooky dooky I am obsessed I love it it's so fun I mean, candy, dressing up, it's like my little dream. My Scorpio rising is like in heaven here. Um, So that's all I really got to say. I'm definitely going to be putting out a little goodie, a little candy for my ancestors on my altar. Um, I just strained my rose oil essence that I started a few months ago and I'm gonna it's raining right now so I'm like collecting some rainwater in that bowl that had like the essence and I'm gonna put that on my altar so I'm doing like a little ancestor work which feels really good but you know nothing too crazy I'm gonna dress up as a handmaid which feels so empowering and I just want to like take down Gilead and fuck all those people. Yes. Well, I realize like not fuck all those people, like considering it's a handmaid. I'm just saying like fuck the patriarchy. Basically. Um, fuck the oppression of violence through sexuality or sexual violence. I don't know. I'm rambling here. But I'm really excited. I was actually inspired to have this handmade costume after I did this episode with Angela Mary so we were talking about dreams and I start you'll hear me when I like talk about my dream and then my like Lenormand cards that morning were like you will find a way to deal with trauma in a very creative way and I ended up ordering that costume that night and I was like oh my god like this is so perfect what a creative way to kind of stand up in my own way and like say like, this is wrong. Um, so that's it guys. That was kind of long and kind of intense, but I have a lot of Scorpio and tis the season and you chose to listen to this. So, um, yeah, I love you and thank you for listening. And I hope that you have like a really magical day. I hope something cool happens. Um, even if you just see all the really fun costumes i hope you love it and definitely give angela mary magic a follow magic with a ck follow her on youtube subscribe to her channel and check out all the amazing spell work that she's doing and that's it guys enjoy this conversation i love you and introduce yourself
1: hello blind love tarot podcast it is Angela Mary magic it's good to be with everybody here my name is Angela Mary Adams Labounty, and I'm just videoed on in from Southern California here you know I'm a beach witch and you know I'm your mama witch and uh, I'm honored to tell any part of my story that I can thank you for having me Anna Ah,
0: oh, thank you so much for being here so I want to talk about first like your your big three astrologically
1: oh wow <laughs> well I'm confused about that like I and this is really sort of my whole story that it's never over I'm coming up in two moon days, Um, I've got a Monday, the moon's day birthday coming up in two, two Mondays and I'll be turning 54 and a dear friend of mine just wrote a book about astrology that's called Astrology for Real Life that just dropped yesterday, October 1st and it's from the tarot lady, Teresa Reed and um frankly she just did like a 12 day live on her instagram and it got me sort of weirdly wanting to run my chart again which i've had run for a long long time and i went with this idea that i'm scorpio rising i don't know how or why and (laughs) my daughter and i listen to that um live every day she's 13 she's coming up on her witch's initiation on halloween and we've been just kind of taking a deeper dive into our witch's path and that live every day was part of it this i swear this is all going to come together in a second we quickly on the way to school she just used her iphone and she quickly put in just running both our charts just because i wanted to look at it and i will give you this the city i was born in wasn't on this quick little digital app it's the city right next door but i swear it said that I'm Taurus rising, and I'm very upset right now, and I'm dealing with ah. that, but also <laughs> it's brought a lot of things together, like the fact that we can tell ourselves stories. Totally. And it's okay to double back and double check. Uh-huh. And part of a long-haul journey is really sitting the F down and review it. And that review has me shook. That's just been like four days ago, and I'm like, I'm shook, but it makes so much sense because I'm a Libra sun with a ruling planet Venus. And I'm Mm. a Gemini moon, and those two things are without a doubt. I'm double air for sure. But I've been so sensuous love crazy since the earliest musings of my life that that double Venus of Taurus makes total sense in my rising.
0: Yeah, I see that. For sure. I
1: know, but I also totally see the Scorpio rising. So TBH, like I have to really honestly sit down and the two people that I've been wanting to get my charts run by is Teresa Reed and Jeff Hinshaw, Cosmic Cousins. They're two friends, they're two amazing colleagues, they're two incredible astrologers, and I love them both dearly. And that is a birthday gift that I'm gonna give myself, frankly, like, whoever's available the soonest. And now Teresa just dropped this book, so I'm not sure that I can get a chart, like a sit down, shut up chart done. But I think that it's um, Jeff Henshaw Cosmic Cousins that I'll be um, running my chart with. So, I mean, my big three. Like I'm in a space where I'm like, I'm pretty sure that I'm a Taurus rising and I'm just shook, shook
0: it. Well, if you think about it though, like Taurus, the opposite of Scorpio. So for that to be then in your seventh house and you have a Libra sun, like bring it all together, like how you interact with people, like you are the Taurus to the Scorpio people. Like you're grounding like all of this magic into the present moment, which is There's so cool. There's a real
1: streak in me too where I need a lot of rest, and that's very Taurian. Mm-hmm. Um, I love a feast. I do so love when a wonderful, exciting night descends into a furious makeout. Like that's so cool. <laughs> <boring. laughs> that is. <laughs> that's so Scorpio
0: too. <laughs> It is
1: so Scorpio. Like I shook right now. So I, I actually am excited to be deeply in my truth. Like I knew that I could go on and just be like Scorpio rising, blah blah blah. Uh-huh. But it's like you know what? That's not the truth. The truth is, is that I'm in um, ascendant limbo at the moment, and I'll get back to you.
0: Okay so we were gonna kind of talk about like Libra because you have like so much Libra and we're in Libra season and I feel like this ties in perfectly with what I was thinking about like transitioning like as we evolve in our own identity and as we transform, like our relationships transform and like how can we stay authentic to ourselves and our relationships and allow these things to evolve. So like any ideas you have on that?
1: Okay, lots and also literally like, I could just mic drop, we could just be on our own little video FaceTime call and just like have tea for the rest of the time because we <laughs> we said the thing that has a lot of tentacles and details to it, but it's never giving up, realizing it's never over. And so like, I'll just say like all the content warnings now because I have a rich life. I've endured a lot of different kinds of trauma and I'm pretty open about that on my account. And I do want it offer your um listeners and dear hearts the opportunity to get off the ride if this is triggering but i'm a person who has um would would be inside of these conversations always referring to a lot of joy a lot of sensuous happiness and a lot of endured trauma in the realm of um folks in my life that have taken their life and sexual trauma at a very young age that I've endured. So th- that is a really decent content warning, I think, right? Yeah. So so you rack up some years and people do get off the ride. They do make a decision like, that's enough, I've had enough. And I'm openly inviting folks in our spiritual realm to stay on the ride. This is a very strong and open invitation to not give up. And I just feel like that's the Libra season energy with that cornucopia that's spilling out, that's saying there's always something in the feast to enjoy and nourish us. And don't be in your head and judge yourself about it. Just sit down, have some warm, moist food, and endure. It's worth it. And also, we need you.
0: Oh, that is so beautiful. So I just had a dream last night about all of the sexual trauma that I had. And I... Sorry, babe. Thanks. And I, like, haven't... That's been so repressed in me that I haven't really, like, thought about it. And it hasn't come up in, I'd say, like, literally years. And, like, waking up this morning, I was, like, so irked out. And, like, just felt... Like, I know, I like, I've been doing a lot of dream work, and I know it was going to come up sooner or later, but this feeling of, like, being in my body and, like, accepting that I'm working through it, and what you're saying about, like, staying there for the feast, even though it's hard, and, like, oh my god, I am just, like, so with you on that. And, like, knowing... Like knowing that I don't feel good as it's happening but that like working through it is going to get like get me to evolve into a more free being um, is just so like heartwarming. So thank you so much for sharing that.
1: You're welcome. It's for me because we're having this experience, this luminous spirit experience in our animal body. I think that when we spin out and we're inside of our trauma really deeply and it's got the wheel, it's tracking it back to the most basic body sensations to self-soothe ourselves is no small task. And it's also incredibly simple too. So it's almost like utilizing a sense of humor about how simple it is and how challenging it is to say yes to that invitation, but honestly tracking back through the body. For me, that is aural I do like to surround myself with sounds that are um, of comfort to me. And aromatherapy is a big, big deal too, because you you probably know that I have my atmosphere spell spray, my atmosphere mist spell spray, and I spell mist, M-Y-S-T, because like, come on, let's overly curate everything as a Libra, right? Um, It's just about sort of knowing that our brain chemistry changes the quickest with aromatherapy. So it's creating that actual atmosphere around us that we can exist in to create this cushion around ourselves and our experience. Um, Whether we're in deep, deep joy and it's almost like too high, or we're on our ass because we're triggered as fuck. I mean, it, 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 there's always coming back to the sensations in the body. So I, I begin with aromatherapy. I go to what I can hear. I instantly, you know, cover my flesh or let my flesh reach out and experience something because our, our, um, epidermis is the largest organ of our body. So I'm about, Flesh contact, like when I'm super triggered or when I'm too high, you know, and you know, so on, going through all the six senses till you work your way, always daily, with tarot to trigger that inner knowing.
0: That's so beautiful, and that's so Taurus of you to bring Isn't
1: up. Yeah. I can do this, I can do it, I can be a Taurus. Right? Yes, right. well,
0: Taurus is like all of your senses so like bring yourself back into your body with your senses especially when you get lost in that like huge transformation of scorpio
1: oh big time, big oh,
0: time. i love that so yeah. what and are all spells
1: and always spells and my spells also track through the body experience because witchcraft is embodiment right We're embodying our magic and our vision, not just for what we don't have, but what is, you know? I'm a lunar witch. So at least that real simplified framework of working within the new moon and the full moon timing is everything. Because on the full moon, I get to take stock of what really is. I know a lot of people get keyed into manifesting on a full moon. For me, that's a little bit more my new moon and dark moon, the days before the new moon practices. The full moon is the time for me to really rest into the pocket of gratitude for what is in my life. So always working my spell work in the I am, with two words, I am, um, to not also sort of get off track in the wanting
0: that's beautiful
1: ultimately about what i don't have right right and then i'll receive reflections of more wanting because i'm developing how good i am at wanting taking stock of what is and what's real on the full moons is essential for me working through the lunar phase is essential for
0: how long have you been working with the moon and how have you seen like your practice evolve and what have you seen like come out of it? Like how has it changed you or changed your physical world or any of that?
1: Um, I'll try to keep it as simple as I can. <laughs> um, and back to the content warning. As someone that endured child, young childhood sexual trauma from multiple parties in a very very fucked up neighborhood. So And it was multi-generational too. Oh,
0: I'm so sorry.
1: And having, oh no. And now it sucks. I'm so protective because of it. It's like my space in YouTube, my space in Instagram, my space and I'm just trying so much to understand Twitter, but that's coming. I'm very protective and I tend to go slow in those spaces because I feel very protective of the folks that are with me um to have those traumas instantly stop right before i turned five when we moved from that neighborhood it shows me that literally all the good can shift and instantly turn bad and all the bad can shift and instantly turn good so i kind of was turned on to witchcraft from my earliest knowings my earliest musings as somebody that was raised in an extremely devout Catholic environment, in my big family, I've got five brothers and three sisters wow. and it's again, super co-mingled because like my parents are still married and live nearby um, and they're still alive. Um, we're born boy, girl, all the way down mm-hmm. and I'm born in the very middle, sorry about that. Um, and so. Kind of like inside of that experience, it's it's very much. There's these sensations that there's good and bad constantly around me. Mm-hmm. So for so witchcraft and lunar light and the night mind and the night time is when I've always had the ability to have my individual experience and some safety. Because strangely, those sexual traumas happened in daylight and mm. not inside my home. So it's very up is down and down is up. Do you know what I'm saying? Totally. Uh, the nighttime was when I could create those spiritual cushions and I create a little more distance and space around me. And I w- was a very uh, active participant in my relationship with my guardians and guides that were imaginary friends. There's just so many stories, honey. Like they had names and I could see them and we fully communed and there was always Mary. There still is always Mary and more about that soon but Mary in a dance with Lilith and always Venus. So um, my guardians and guides and witchcraft saved me in those times. And stayed with me and were just a little bit louder when we moved. Um, And yeah, I'll, I'll stop there only so you can react and ask any questions you want. Because it could just go on and on.
0: How do you feel like, like, I feel like you got or created this really strong lunar practice to like create this safety around you. How did you like, almost not get lost in that, though, and we're able to, like, bring it in, like, how did you integrate back in the sun and like, a feeling of being safe in, like, the daylight and, like, bringing that into your life again?
1: Yeah, right. Um, always a really delicate and bespoke combinations of things that weave together, and that's why I kind of kicked this off by saying like, don't give up because there's always something in the feast for everyone and that cornucopia is spilling all the time. I always have little strands and little threads that I'm weaving together. So yes, when we look at like the high priestess card, when we look at the moon card, there's always this idea of almost being blind, almost having such night vision that it's You have to listen by feel and touch and smell and all your other senses are activated. I don't know if you saw my post from October 1st about the moon and about my card for the month is the moon. So you can go back and check that out if you want to. But this is, you know, I'm coming up on my very first moon year in my lifetime reading that I received from Aaron Aquarian Full-Time witch. Um, she was able to read 177 years of my life cards. And so this is my first moon year coming up on October 14th. And I am so feeling that this is not time for me to be all defining. This is who I am. Although i I do like to make clear what people can expect when they're in my environment for their own sensations of safety. This is not a time for me to go on some big campaign I don't know. I've been invited to do a lot of different things. Um, I'm keeping it as loose and spacious as possible because that feels right to me. And also, I'm a working class, rich. i got to make a living. So I have to decide how to exist in my daytime so I can keep that space and freedom in my night times. Um, I'm super proud to say that I'm a contributor to the Many Moons Lunar Planner 2020 from so the cool. inimitable Sarah Faith Goddess Diener at Goddess G-O-T-T-E-S-S-S who is a precious and amazing powerful lunar witch in my life and um, there is a full moon um, in uh, on Halloween night in 2020 and I'm the witch who's casting the spell. Wow! So it's very much in my wheelhouse of holding space for folks wherever they are in their journey. If they call themselves super experienced, they're welcome. If they call themselves a newbie baby witch, they're welcome. I do like to create a big space for everybody. And that keeps me pretty busy in my daytimes, I must say. Um, I'm doing less individual tarot work in my daytime sort of um, experience. And I'm really wholeheartedly developing my youtube channel because i think that it gives a lot of people access and that makes me really really happy there's a way that there's visibility in other social media platforms and communication platforms that feel excluding and people can stay a little safer in youtube and be in their individual space or you know it's still very controversial to be a witch it's very controversial to associate with a witch um I work inside a coven for this year and a day that's wrapping up very soon it's called moon coven I do a different coven experience every year like two years ago my 13 year old daughter and I created a coven that we called Mary Hinge and it was a IRL coven, it was in the flesh coven at my home here in the Circle of Mary. This last year I did a very private, very individual, uh, confidential, uh, electronic coven. So folks could actually have me casting their spells with and for them individually, not in real life, not video, it was them receiving prompts from me on every full moon, every new moon and all eight turns of the wheel. So moon coven was and is wrapping up on Halloween is 34 spells. So I cast the most spells I've ever cast in my life this last year, which is calendar of a year and a day. And it, it's wonderful feeling uh, of spaciousness now that that is wrapping up it it challenged me to the core um, my dearest bosom childhood friend uh lost their battle with really radical destructive depression and took their life days before moon coven launched last year and i literally i've been running like i spent money i didn't have running an ad with the witchwave podcast And Pam Grossman was so generous with how they, you know, characterized what I was offering and it kicked off. It did well. I had a pretty fucking full coven and I almost bought it. everybody out and returned it. I was so flipped out. That was October 6th. So I'm coming up on the first anniversary of another trauma in life. And uh, it's all having a lot of meaning because I'm extremely attached to my moon coveners. I'm stre- extremely attached to folks that are in my social media spaces. And, and now YouTube feels like it's that spaciousness that I believe looks like it's the right way for the next witch's calendar of a year and a day, which starts on Halloween. So long answer to say, I... I think I will be continuing to expand my big, big gargantuan spell to create and co-create and co-mingle and weave together with others to create a world where all are sheltered, fed and have agency within their experience. This is my gargantuan spell and it looks like you two feels like the right space for me to take that at this moment. I'll never stop with Instagram because I'm a fucking teenager in my soul. Um, And I, I don't know what's next after YouTube, I'll be honest with you. And I'm doing it in plain sight. I say this about my spells, you can see them coming for miles. I like to be as open and honest and clear as possibly available in my soul in the moment and just say um I'm honored to be the body for the work to flow through and I'm not waiting till I feel like I'm perfect I'm going to do it all I am doing it all in plain sight I don't know how to make videos well yet and I'm still fucking doing it
0: yes I love that Thank you, sweetie. It just feels so authentic, which is like so inspiring. Like anytime somebody is truly themselves and they offer themselves in such service and such a beautiful way to others, it's so beautiful.
1: I really live to share the beauty and power of witchcraft. It provides a framework in my life that saved me again and again and again. I've just sort of reset my Instagram, and I think I might have all of. 27 posts up right now and one of them that i did keep up was from um an offering that started flooding out of me last september called altered states that's all caps a l t a r lowercase ed so it's about the altar it's about returning to the altar always in all ways and these spells these video spells started flooding out of me and they're they're sort of jangly and awkward and, and, and so real. I, I, I was breaking my own heart over and over, kind um, sort of cracking open, and they were coming daily. And so some of them are still up on my Instagram. And when um, Susie took her life last October, on a Saturday night, I didn't know it yet, and I had cast a spell for sisterhood. Our friendship had a, a str- we were estranged for the last couple of years, and they just they they couldn't do it. They couldn't be in a relationship with me. but I, I don't I don't even blame them on any level. It's so fucking difficult what they're dealing with. And I kind of knew her presence was around, so I was in a dance with loving her because my birthday was coming up and I just know she's the most sensitive, beautiful Gemini ever. I still feel her all the time. She, um, I, I could communicate with her in these spells. So the spells for sisterhood poured out of me after Bird and I had spent spent an evening with Sarah, um, goddess Dina, like I was saying. And then I came home And it was preparing for a Sunday spell that involved red roses. Um, I can't remember if it was a spell for coping with betrayal. There was something in there. You can look back and see those, I believe. And then I got the terrible news and I kept going. I invited folks in my space on Instagram to speak the name of their precious lost loves who had lost their life to anything, who were no longer living in their animal body. And that first night that I didn't have Susie, literally dozens and actually hundreds of folks that were departed souls were in my home with her. We gave her the most gorgeous first night out of her body. It's... I believe in spells so much, more than ever, to be honest with you. I'm so happy that I was able to stay in the work and that I was called to cast that spell for her existence and for her choice to leave. Um, And it bound me together with the folks that spoke the names of their lost loves forever. I believe that spell work done in covens binds souls together forever so i love coven experiences and i i just love spell work so much wow that was a mouthful are you okay
0: yes oh my gosh thank you for sharing all of that and i feel like it's so amazing how you took such a contractive experience and didn't shut yourself off to other people because i feel like so many times when we have such deep grief we want to be alone and everybody deals with grief differently, but it's so amazing okay. to just open yourself up and to not only allow yourself to heal, but allow this space for other people to heal like as you grieve. And that's so it was amazing. A deep calling. Yeah.
1: And it and it was controversial to be sure. And maybe the fact that at that point I thought I was a Scorpio rising. <laughs> <laughs> Gave me that permission. And so for me, back to witchcraft, witchcraft gives me a framework. Witchcraft gives me the call to my altar to cast my spells, honoring the four directions and center for spirit. I'm traveling in that sort of celestial map that's always operating through the compass rows of north. Earth, my body, east air, my mind, south, fire, my sexuality, and again my body in a very different way. More the orgasmic electric sensations that run through my body, and West water, which is the nectar. It's we're living in a drop of water, we are a drop of water, living inside a drop of water, upon a drop of water. I mean, water is life. So I have to return to my altar all the time. And I felt so dedicated to that. I was, I was kicking off the first time I'd ever worked, frankly, very deeply and personally with strangers. And I had folks that were at R in my moon coven really counting on me. And I take that super, super seriously. And so I couldn't not say what the fuck was going on because it was so radical and so tragic. It just flooded out, and I felt like it was this sad for many. It was a tragedy that ended up being a healing space. And I don't know if anything better could have come of it, really
0: yeah i think
1: she's she's left a gigantic wake in her leaving and it's something i'll be riding that wave forever to be certain you know we were the deepest bosom friends from the fifth grade so you know and even if you're a person who longs to have that story that you had this great love or and you don't and it's loneliness that's your constant try to stay with it try to find something in the moon cycle that gives you a framework try to find something on your altar and building your altar that gives you a framework for survival because you're wanted and needed
0: how do you feel like you were talking about like spirit guides and being able to see spirit guides or maybe people who have passed. What is, how do you relate to your friend now that she has passed in this? Do you, I don't know, I guess I don't really. Ever changing. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Ever changing. Um, I'm going to be delicate because I, because this is a public moment that you and I are having, that this will be broadcast in the world. I want to have a level of respect for my family and hers. Um, so I'm speaking simply of my experience. Actually, I'm fucking over it now because I can speak to my experience. I'm here. I've chosen to be here. I am all right. So I know that she takes unique moments to show herself to me. And what I have done to keep my shit together is go to the ocean as much as I possibly can. And that is where I can release and I can not uh, sort of calcify and tense up in fear. Uh, she took a couple swipes at me in the beginning, I'll be honest with you. Um, it ripped through the small family of my teenagers and my partner, who was uh, their other parent. Uh, it, it ripped through us pretty good, and my precious blood sister, my baby sister, uh, snagged us a, a, an appointment with her. Uh, am I okay to say this? With my, with a therapist, I will say. And so we got our asses to therapy real quick as a group. The four of us, uh, my family. Um, and i could protect and fortify my family as as good as possible we've learned a lot we have clung to each other and we're pretty well healed and i feel pretty ready for the first anniversary coming through and i'm still lighting my candles i believe i'll probably do another candle service for folks that can find a safe space to speak the names of their lost loves I'll, I'll very likely do that again in my space. I don't know if I'll end up doing it on YouTube. I don't know. I, I can't imagine I wouldn't do it on Instagram because I have such an incredible binding spell with the folks that I connected with then. Folks told me their stories. It was an all-nighter. It was beautiful.
0: Oh, I love that. Ugh, I'm going to be thinking of you guys on that day
1: come over if you'd like yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: i love that i love that it's She also
1: showed up in beauty too i mean she was hilarious and in life and uh that's not everything she was physically gorgeous in life and that's not everything Every day's a new day and every night's a new night and you just have to keep taking good fucking care of yourself it's just it's just so essential
0: how do you take care of yourself in those moments
1: like you're so good at this honey (laughs) honestly you're so good at this through the body you you could probably like you know know you could predict i was going to say that but it's through the body um I call myself mama, Witch. I take very seriously the maternal space that I hold for my teenagers and for others. And I actually offer it to the world because it's, you know, something that I needed more of that was an awful lot of folks for one person to go around. And, uh, I'll, I'll keep my mom out of this one. I take really seriously the comfort that our body can provide for us. So when I need to keep it together, when I'm losing it, it's through the body. And that almost always begins at my altar. Striking a wooden match and lighting a candle and taking a breath, breath work is essential. Um, are you friends with Amy Kay, sweetie?
0: Oh, yes. I love her work.
1: Yeah. Yeah, she has turned me on to breath work, and she actually gives a little, when you sign up for their newsletter, there's like a free five-day Breathwork course that they give away, which is like so fucking generous, it's crazy, uh, so thank you, Amy Kay, um, they're doing a really cool tarot challenge with Lindsay Mack, Wild Soul Healing, this October that's called... Tarot for the Underworld, so and I'm cool. like, oh, I'm about it. Like, Love I knew I was going to be doing the daily tarot something in my Instagram space, and now I'm just hooked into that because um, sometimes I have concerns about the heaviness that I bring to spaces, um, and also, like, I'm here for it too. Like, I it's feel that. I'm October Witch, so, like, yeah, we're doing this, and it's going to always have that – yummy, macabre and also has to be fun and consumable and gorgeous too. So that's what I'm hooking into. So I I'm, I'm, i don't I know if you're going to put this up in October, but I'm inviting all your listeners to hook into that tarot challenge and be over in my space with me where I'm doing 31 moons of Angela Mary magic where I'm offering Ooh. that maternal love to folks and I'm offering that daily practice, um, because I so very much believe in the beauty and power of witchcraft, that I am sort of saying, here I am, I am, I am here, and be here now, as we witches say.
0: Oh, that's so loving, and I know just so many of us missed out on being accepted by our mothers with our witchcraft, and... Being, you know... Still, Still <laughs> living that. Yep. Yeah. And for you to offer that is, I'd say, beyond a service. It's just a act of love, which I think the world and people really need. And you, just to feel so accepted by such a nurturing energy. And the way that you cultivate that within yourself is just so beautiful. And how do you see
1: very intentional yeah I say this a lot about my practice and I don't know if you've witnessed me saying this but I'm a very uncasual person and I love to have a good time and laugh and just like have all that like super cackle witch stuff for sure like you, you you feel it right away I just take very seriously like one thing that I do that's excruciatingly simple is on my Instagram stories every day, I say good morning with a song.
0: I love and, that.
1: Yeah, thanks. I, I have just had my music um, sticker somehow disappeared on my Instagram stories. So I'm actually, for the last two days, I've had to actually play a record, which is so fun because I, I put it out there in my Lunar Witchery setting. However, the moon wants to take me more and show what it is to live in this lunar light. Take me, Luna. And so the music sticker's gone, and now I'm playing these circle records. Yes! I'm just like, I'm mesmerized by this already. Do you know what I mean? This sort of mesmerizing way that we have a really big record collection. And the funny part is, is that I've got a couple of record collections from folks that uh, took their life. I just realized that. I wow. just can't believe that. But that was people that gave me records that, be you know, because people know that I collect records. So I've got different curated chunks of music, like this huge classic rock, the, the most classic of the classic rock section from um, a beloved loved one who took their life, decades ago. I can't even believe that they're popping up right now. So yes, Tarot for the Underworld. I'm about it. I am deep diving with Persephone and Lilith and going there. I'm fucking going there. And you're welcome to join me. We can live. And uh, have you ever seen that beautiful book called Mother Earth and Her Children?
0: No, tell me more. It's an
1: actual uh, German uh, needlepoint quilt. Tapestry with an accompanying accompanying book. It's absolutely exquisite, and it shows the life cycle of returning to Earth. Wow! And I think that there's a gorgeous sweetness to death. And um, in my witchcraft, it's there's it. It's always sort of death oriented. (laughs) So we can renew. So we can be, these energies can be the food for the seeds that need to grow. The soil deserves the intellect of what died and sloughed off of us. Death is so important.
0: That's such a beautiful honoring through music. I love that. And like an honoring through your senses. And And who
1: knew that this was going to come up? But yeah, having that maternal good morning from an enduring which is a very excruciatingly small offering and so important and can save your life and be the difference that makes the difference sometimes, really, honestly. So yeah, I'll say good morning to you every day, and I'm not committing to a time, but it'll be there.
0: How do you, do you feel like it's been really healing, allowing that acceptance for your daughter? Like, I know you said that you were in a coven with her and, like, really accepting the witchcraft that she's embodying and how has that affected you and, like... You're so
1: good at this. Ah! You're so
0: fun to talk to. <laughs> but,
1: sweetie, seriously, like, you do to the heart of every single thing that's developed. Um, I am an out witch because of a winter solstice vote. We have been voting every year on winter solstice because our family sleeps together near our holiday tree with our heads together in a dream time ritual. Um, And we hold the light, so it's an all-nighter. We don't always stay up all night, but we always sleep in our family room together with our heads together and have a late, we have a midnight feast for, for sure and we always took a vote about my visibility as a witch because we live in a really conservative place in orange county california in fact i live in a very uh trumpy working class neighborhood and it's not safe straight up not safe and my kids go to public school which is another level of not safe and um you know i've always a tarot reader very quietly and those pta moms and pastors wives do slink to me by cover of darkness and i take the confidentiality of my tarot practice extremely seriously um people can project who that they work with me but i will never say who i work with do you know what i'm saying i will never identify my client but they're fine to do that it's their work it's their story um but I got a unanimous vote on in 2017. And then there was a full lunar eclipse on January 31st, 2018. So we knew that eclipse was coming. So when I got a unanimous yes in 2017, I decided to create my website, Angela Mary Magic, and to create my Instagram as a public account, and by the light of that lunar eclipse, pushed live on the Instagram going public and the uh, uh, website website going live, and actually made a YouTube back then too, but it wasn't populating it yet, you know. But that that started. If you look on my YouTube, you can see that it. September 2018 I started kind of tracking over some of the altered states videos so there's a few of them over there um but yeah I got an anonymous yes and I knew that was still going to take tuning and toning because of course when we vote yes for something we only see the happiness and the hope that can come from it um There's been layers and experiences inside of me being out and especially as my account grows and my visibility grows and I collaborate on bigger projects and I hold a greater space, um, there's levels, you know? Back to school night is unique in that someone approached me and said, they would love to get a tarot reading done by me, but they don't want me to know all their secrets. They just—this is now a greeting that I'll experience at a public school back-to-school night. I mean, look at me—you can tell I'm a witch visually. I don't—I don't say no to that. I love that visual field. Um, my response to that person i just popped out of my mouth i love them and they just tickled me and i've known them since my kids were little 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 this isn't one of those pithy pta moms Um, she's precious and amazing to me and also a substitute teacher at their school now and then Um, um, i said wouldn't it be amazing if i get alzheimer's and all the secrets that i have in my head start pouring out of my mouth (laughs) <laughs> wouldn't that be awesome though
0: I'm sure she loved that
1: <laughs> I'm so fierce about confidentiality wouldn't that be just how life would dismantle that for me
0: I love them. non-attachment right
1: my son was holding my hand he was squeezing it like mom what are you doing you're trying to build your business right now don't say that
0: <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah it's a
1: lot it's a lot um, last year this is a huge story for me There is a, my daughter's an eighth grader and the seventh grade class has a um, a renaissance type experience at the end of the year. And her, her teacher was very fierce about nothing spiritual, nothing political. And another teacher somehow slid in an okay for two kids to have a tarot booth,
0: right? Love that.
1: Wouldn't you say? Yeah, very
0: Renaissance.
1: It was cosplay for them. They're not terror readers. Mm -hmm. They said to all the kids, I don't know what the hell I'm saying. I don't know what I'm doing. And Bird said to me, they're telling our story. We need to tell our story. Mm -hmm. And so it was a big awakening for her as she's kind of had moments where she felt like it was necessary to be cloaked because she's seen how I've been judged, and our family's been excluded from, um, you know, those typical kinds of Girl Scouty type bullshit gatherings that, you know, frankly, we don't belong in anyways. But she was the only one excluded because everybody else had a religion that, that was very much their thing, or a church that they all went to and they hooked their group in with that. Youth group experience, etc. We're the only ones not included. It's been painful at times, frankly. And I'm really excited to see my daughter spread her wings in her, you know, Gemini son. She's, did I tell you she's born 666? No. Yeah, that's her due date. So she's born June 6, 2006, and she's an extremely powerful person, and I have to let her tell her story. She started a YouTube channel some months ago and is just tearing it up over there. She's got a million fabulous ideas, and it's her space and her story to tell. But that one moment of somebody's cosplay really pinging with us, like are we going to sit back and let other people tell our authentic story as they're in costume? I don't fucking think so. Yes. I love to elevate the work of uh, Marisa de la Peña at Circo Terro that I'm honored was just uh, a speaker at uh, the 13th Portal um, retreat that I created with the wonderful and amazing dear Luna Nate, Jillian and Hype Priestess, Lacey. Um, We were able to pay Marisa to come in and give us a workshop all about cultural appropriation in tarot and oracle decks and the spiritual community. Their research is amazing. The work they're doing is amazing. And it felt so true to me because of all the ways that I've been discriminated against. And, you know, it's complex being a middle-aged white lady That's a working class witch. I am the oppressor, and I live inside of a space of being doubly oppressed as a woman and as a witch, and um, I'm not shying away from that conversation. I'm not shying away from the complexity of it at all because there's so much change that needs to go down. And the days where I feel the crushing weight of all the work that needs to be done inside of my gargantuan spell, it's not a joke. I have to go down sometimes and just do my best to send folks that are doing incredible work, like Marisa, a little bit of, you know, cash for their coffee fund or... Another person that I absolutely adore is Karina Rosella, Rise Up Good Witch, and that's how I learned about Marisa's work. And, uh, you know, ultimately a lot of this goes back to my relationship with Erin Aquarian, full-time witch, who's turned me on to the amazing, dear, precious teacher of mine, Dr. Rosales Mesa. It's a web. (laughs) It's a grand shared web of life. And um, my whole world is keeping plump and nimble strands consciously woven onto the web of life no matter how much effort and energy it takes yeah i know what the formula is i could feed little bites to twitter and instagram and all day every day and blow up and do all those things but for me witchcraft is spelled t-i-m-e it takes time And I just have to acknowledge that I can't be some, you know, um, unhealthy... I can't have this be a space that I'm colonizing. It has to take the time it has to take, you know?
0: Yeah, and it's so much more beautiful when we're able to, like, lift up others as we rise instead of trying to, like, step on the heads of other people and, like, push them down. It's such, like, an ugly way to find success and it's like why would you even want it then at that point that's that
1: pyramid where somebody's at the top and for me you know Gaia tells us the foundation in the soil is where that intellect and nourishment comes from so I'm constantly about feeding that underworld undergrowth underpinning and soil
0: and that's so, like, taking it back to, like, this idea of the beauty of, like, the body and the earth and, like, coming back to your altar and, like, feeding these spells to other bodies and other people in this beautiful web. Day. Yes, I love it.
1: Yeah, me too, honey.
0: Can you talk a little bit before we finish about the 30-day moon spells that you were doing? Yeah. And like- yeah,
1: 31 Moons of Angela Mary magic is literally saying I am. It is my I am spell. I am here and be here now. I am inviting people into, like, you know, beyond the fucking PSL. Like, this is not just pumpkin spice latte cozy sweater weather. It's... I am a real witch and I'm inviting folks into this experience, a coven experience for the whole month of October, very, very intentionally, especially as I grow my YouTube channel. This is about making that space that I can create and uh, frankly, create abundance so I can keep going. I can't just be a content ATM i i need that abundance to keep going and i know it exists and i'm about it so i'm inviting people into what it feels like to be in a coven without having an offering at the end like there isn't a patreon at this moment there isn't moon coven to buy into i don't have any tarot appointments available for the rest of 2019. i I am though, you know, and I exist, and I am here, and witchcraft is here, so be in this coven with me for 31 moons, and let's just enjoy, let's be on this journey together.
0: Ah, that's so beautiful, you're such a beautiful embodiment of the moon card, I'm so excited to see your moon year, and how Uh, that, like, reflects.
1: I'll be honest with you, at this moment, I'm pretty obsessed with folks. Getting in on the lunar planner on Sarah Faith Godestiner's Many Moons Lunar Planner 2020. 2020 looks like a very epic year in a celestial way and in a mooncraft way. Um, someone very very precious to me, Edgar Fabian Frias, is uh, who's just a, an incredible, spectacular brewhex witch. A wonderful creator and artist is also creating the very first full moon spell in January. I just think that if you have a couple of pennies that you want to save and put forth or put that on a list, I think that um, there's just pre-ordering for the next like week or so. Sometime in October, Sarah's stopping the pre-ordering and then they just double that and it's available with a few different um, folks. I think maybe the Ace Hotel and Sea Grape Soap. There's a few other places that are offering the Lunar Planner, but get in on that pre-sale. I really gave it everything I had as the person who was in a really specialized coven back The last time there was a full moon on Halloween night uh, in 2001 and having a very piercing, huge experience with Mary and Lilith on that full moon as I left the ritual driving home, there's a story that came through um, that really like ripped through me actually on that night. And I tell the story of that and I also offer a spell for all of us to be part of so i have a very special coven experience for the full moon on halloween night into in 2020 that kind of echoes from the story of the full moon on halloween night in 2001 been at this for a long long time honey
0: wow i love that i can't wait to get it and see what you have to offer that's such a gorgeous offering
1: It's like this conversation, though. There's a simplicity to it, there's an endurance to it, and there's a consumable piece to it, because you know I love my witch's brews. There might be a recipe in there. Ooh, I
0: love that. Yes, I love a good recipe.
1: And, of course, tarot and all the lovely things. Love it. But an invitation for all of us to be visible and seen on that night together in this created and co-created coven.
0: I think it's so important to see each other, especially when it's so hard when we're getting backlash from being seen by the outside world. It's like, if you can't be seen by your own people, then it's like so depressing. So, (laughs) I mean,
1: there's a lot of witch war stuff that is very disturbing to me. And I want to say this very, very clearly. This could actually be like closing statement vibes. Um, remain strong. We witches um, have to acknowledge that there are burnings that happen now and then. I saw it in the 70s because I had got a hold of astrology in the 70s and that was very acceptable. And then there was this gigantic uh, wave of evangelical Uh, experience in a specific religion that sort of was a burning away from witchcraft at that moment I saw it again in the 80s when um, sort of tarot came roaring into my life I was earning the money to go to beauty school working at Walden books I don't know if that's even a thing anymore but I just literally found the pay stub to my working there where I encountered my first tarot deck and I started hand transcribing it because I couldn't afford it and so I can't find that little deck that I was hand transcribing but it exists somewhere Um, then there was a big kind of burning that came through in the 80s and again it was on the backs of this evangelical experience in a specific religion that sort of dominates where I live the 90s again the same thing there was a lot of sex magic stuff that was emerging in 90s, kind of hot rod, lowbrow culture. And again, this idea that you have to abstain from pleasures ripped through on the backs of this evangelical experience in a specific religion. So there's always burnings. And I believe that we're sort of ripe for one now and folks are being pretty disturbing with one another. And I just, I, I must say, let's communicate, let's be strong. Um, the work that Marisa de la Pena is doing, calling folks out for their cultural appropriation, it's time to breathe deeply and say you're sorry if you're harmful in your language, in your expressions in how you're holding space, especially if you're a creator, a deck creator it's important. It's important right now to take, you know, how I spell witchcraft very seriously, T I M E. slow down, take the time, be in your lunar practice with the new moon of taking the time to listen to yourself, to recalibrate and to course correct. It's important to say you're sorry when you fuck up. And it's important also to say I'm hurt when you're hurt
0: yeah they're so vulnerable both of them and such brave acts yeah big time so important can you tell everyone where they can find you where your youtube channel is where they can connect with you on
1: instagram all of that So everything's uh, Angela, Mary, magic and magic is spelled with a CK. So I've got a link tree in Instagram that shows you my offering. So it's super easy to subscribe to my YouTube channel. And even my precious daughter goes by Birdie Rose on YouTube. She's got a channel as well. Subscribing is important because it's a way of moving towards monetizing so I can have abundance there and keep creating. Um, on Instagram, I'm at Angela Mary Magic with the CK. My website's www.angela What have I missed out?
0: I think that's all perfect. Ah, thank you so much. I so thank appreciate so it. Oh my God, I I'm love so talking happy with that you. I met you
1: in so many ways and I'm happy that you're one of my 3k giveaway winners cutie
0: ah yes I feel like we were meant to connect that was so divine uh thank you so much
1: oh take care everybody and I'll talk to you for our 31 moons of Angela Mary magic see you soon
0: you guys so much again for listening to this episode if you enjoyed this podcast if you would rate and review it share it with a friend and that's it guys i love you thank you again for listening and happy halloween